Doctor needs a wipe of his brow. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sydney. Hey, I'm Kale, and welcome to episode six. This is gonna be a mini one. It's a this, mini mini. This is gonna be um, one of our little fillers while I'm out of town. Everything is cuter when it's smaller. <laughs> Miniature, mini. Speed uh, up, grab the speed wall. Speed up, go down, <laughs> grab the wall. Wiggle like you're gonna make your ass fall off. <laughs> So, um, hello. Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning in yet again. Another um, week. In Ridgewood. <laughs> we, I mean, I think that, I think we're here now. I know. It's, I, think I kind of like little, it better because the deli is over here. There's, yeah, there's, it feels a little safer because there's more people. Yeah. When we leave late at night in Gowanus, I'm kind of like, there's okay, no one over there. There's no one over there. And it takes a long time too. I mean, it takes me an hour to get home from here, but I feel better because there's, there's more people. There's a microwave here. Yeah, there's better. It's just a better facility. Even though the uh, um, what's it called? The food machine. What's it called? Vending machine. The v- stays barren. <laughs> it's it is. It's probably for the bitch. best though, because then you have to actually go to like the store. Stop yeah, that. they're trying to like do a thing for the deli right now. Um, in this episode, <laughs> we are just gonna like breeze through uh one of the questions that we got from someone on our um fucking weird pod instagram which is what is the question sydney yes so um we almost talked about it like on the last one we just recorded but we're like hey i think that could be a whole mini little series yeah Um, i'm interested in it um so basically the question was asking about our lifestyles in new york and specifically the question said if applicable how to live on a very low budget in new york um i think i've done both i've yeah kind of balled out when I can and then I've also lived like $20 in my account here um so I think we both yeah you've been all over the place I've been all over the place um especially working as a freelance like I work for myself totally um so yeah I think I will preface that I do understand and like I know we always have to like justify everything we have to justify everything I do want to preface and justify and like literally hone in on the fact that like I do acknowledge a lot of the privilege that (laughs) I I was gonna say like um being a white person in New York City yeah yeah, like just being able to like make it work for myself um with that being said uh I will say I um nine times out of ten everyone that I meet makes more money than I do um I have noticed that money is just like a like way more talked about thing here than it ever was like when I lived in Florida, when I lived in Atlanta. It's just like more common to talk about it here. I think it's just like not taboo, it's not stigmatized, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I agree. Um but then I do think that it is hidden at the same time 
does that make sense to you? Like, people want to talk about it, but people keep it secret at the same time. It's like oversharing, but you know nothing about it. Kind of like you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's because, um, especially for me, I try to be very transparent with people about how much money I'm making, especially if I'm, like, bidding, like, if I'm, you know, quoting a project or whatever yeah. that might be or what I'm paying in rent, what I'm paying in this, um, what my expenses are. I try to be very transparent, but I think it's very um, sensitive based on who you're talking to because sometimes it, I, you never, I don't, I never, personally, I never want to come off as like being per, like weird about it. Yeah, no. You um, always want to like, like tiptoe around it until like you kind of are feeling out the conversation of like, and, I don't know. Yeah, and I think my purpose ever to share like, finances with people is to help them more so like yeah to be like hey you should be asking for this much instead of yeah, this like or like lifting people you shouldn't be paying this much for this or like yeah. why are you lowballing yourself like here's what i you know like i think I, that's why i talk about it and i don't ever want it to come off as like boasty yeah no 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 and so i, I don't think, think that's why people might be kind of secretive about it a little bit is from my experience because they're trying to protect the other person or like or not, not make them off. feel like shit yeah, yeah exactly. like because yeah, there's a very fine line between being like, oh, my God, like, I just made this much money off of this project, you know, rather I've than... I've heard it... people say that before, and it <laughs> pisses me off. Exactly. Like, it can make people really mad, and it's also, like, New York's so small, so you don't want to, like, seem like you're going around bragging about, yeah. like, how much you made off a client or something, and then, you know, it gets back to them. That's just tacky to me, too. It is. That's the thing, yeah. There's a very fine line between talking about finances and it being tacky versus it being... Um, actually, like, an open conversation and helpful. So, like, I really yeah. only talk about it if someone asks me. Um, but I do agree that it's, like, like I can meet some people and I'm, like, I have no idea if you're – how much money you have. I also yeah. don't really – I mean, and that's completely being a white bitch. Like, <laughs> I have so much privilege that I literally, like, don't think about that, I guess, when I meet – like, yeah. I'm not, like – And that's <clears> – <throat> I mean, that's, that is a – really great place to be in but like i think that in the back of your mind like we we always just have to be aware of like who we're talking to and what we're talking about and like how we are making people feel and like how yeah. comfortable i don't know i always like to gauge of like when i'm talking about quote unquote like touchy subjects or like taboo subjects or things that like religion sexuality yeah. you know money things like that i'm like how comfortable are you in this conversation like how open can we be with each other and yeah like, i think that i just like preface it that way and then we just go full steam ahead and and how like however fast we want to do it um but that kind of leads into my next thought which is do you think that you can live here like on a low budget like do you think that that is possible because in my mindset I, I think that you can, but I don't think that you are going to be living comfortably and I don't think that you're going to be able to keep up, I know, like, keep up, question mark, with a lot of the people that you meet here. Yeah, and even, I mean, that for sure, like, let alone go hang out with people. I mean, yeah. it's... Pick and choose, I guess, whatever yeah. you want to do. In my, per like, personally, I don't, I mean, I think you can. I don't think, I think you can move here with low, like a little bit of savings or something, I don't think you should because I don't think it's sustainable and I think you'll burn yourself out if yeah. you try to do it. Because this city absolutely is, every, everyone says, like, and it is so very true, I cannot say this enough, it is relentless. Yeah, like, it'll chew you up and spit you out and step on you. Literally, like, 
I've talked to like I mean obviously I think not not that this is a special thing to say at all but like yeah. I think like your best day in New York is like the best day ever and then yeah. your worst day in New York is literally the pits of hell yeah like, you're like this is what hell is like I did de- what did I do to deserve this like, like what the fuck am I doing here this place I fucking I hate here? this place yeah uh-huh. like you can have the best day and then the next day like every single thing that can, everything that you could imagine goes wrong and then on top of that stuff that you're like how did this mm-hmm. and that best day feels two hours long and that worst day feels 400 hours long. oh yeah it's crazy and like constantly this is like what I kind of have had to adapt to when I first moved here I think well I don't know like the time frame of how I feel like I was finally didn't feel like I was in a fever dream anymore was eight months mm-hmm. after that eight month or seventh month mark I was like I feel comfortable in my housing. I feel comfortable in my job. I feel comfortable in my friend group. I feel comfortable in my routines. Like, it took seven to eight months for me to finally feel like I had a grasp on how to, you know, just, like, organize myself. It was absolutely crazy. I never – I knew I was going to have to bend backwards a little bit, but I never knew how much. Yeah. Um, And I – came into this city knowing that I was ready to do so. Yeah. Um, But I don't even really know where I was going. I know I didn't know where I was going either, but I was like... (laughs) The first few months here was kind of just like, I don't know, like, I... What was it? There was a... There was I know, I had a thought too, but I was like, I don't know where that was kind of going. I guess, like, the, the question was if you can live here on a low budget, and you think yes. Yeah, well, I... I... Do you think that you can live here on a low budget? Because I make a low budget. I work, I mean, I guess can I we talk numbers? Like, or should we not? I guess like expense wise, like oh, expense wise. I guess yeah, because I yeah. I think that because then um, you can use that to kind of gauge. Like you don't have to I, say like a straight up number. Um, so I work in coffee. That automatically, it's just like if you work in coffee, you know that you are not going to become a billionaire at any point in time. <laughs> even if you work your way up into the career ladder of coffee, like even if you start doing like managerial stuff, if you start like roasting coffee. If you get into the coffee industry, you're you're fucking yourself over, and you're kind of just a glutton for punishment, and that's kind of just it. And you gotta and like, just love coffee. And you gotta just love coffee. <laughs> you're doing it you, for the passion, baby. Exactly. And I do appreciate where I work very much, and like I think that we get paid a quote unquote livable wage. That's another conversation for another time. But it's like I do, I am able to pay my rent, which is I live in a two bedroom, one bath, very I think it's like six hundred square feet. Um, apartment in Bushwick with a roommate with a roommate and I am paying um, I pay I pay twelve hundred dollars okay and I is that with utilities or just like your rent that is just my rent that is literally just my rent water is included into the rent but I have to pay electric and you like everything you know etc utilities amongst like student loans and uh, phone bill and things like that so groceries That's also an account. Trains. I've been biking more since it's warmed up. But, like, it ends up being, I, you know, rent is $1,200. And then I just, like, kind of dish out an extra 400 for everything else. Like, groceries, uh, utilities, everything. Um, and I make sure that I'm good. But I al- also just, like, word to the wise, I think that taking out a credit card is the like one of the best things to do when you get here as emergencies only. Yeah. Um 
I have had to use my credit card a couple times for like an oh shit moment when I first moved here and it has like exponentially saved my ass yeah. every single time and I'm usually like right on it and I'm like okay we gotta pay it off cool we're gonna get it done um, but that is definitely something that I recommend when moving here it's like you have a to have a safety net you yeah. have to have a safety net yeah you have to um, have something like yeah or else you are going to be fucked um, and you have to have savings before you move here oh like, yeah I don't know this is the moving the- process in New York alone yeah. I think I spent over ten thousand dollars to move into my apartment this isn't the movie rent like you can't <laughs> just move here with twenty dollars anymore like you actually have to have like savings you know you have to kind of plan it out I mean I tried yeah. the first time I moved up here it was very impulsive and I moved up here with a partner and I mean we made it work but like it was a very last minute decision and like we were 22 or 23 or 23. Yeah. Um, and it was just not thought out. And, like, we didn't talk about each other's, like, finances or anything. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, we made it work somehow for, like, a year and a half. But, like I was saying, it's not sustainable. And I mm-hmm. think that's where my experience comes in. I was like, uh, yeah, this is just not, like, I was yeah. so burnt you out. You need to have those conversations with your partner before you guys <laughs> Oh, yeah, in. yeah, for But sure. you guys moved in after, like, dating for two weeks. We so. literally met twice and moved in together. <laughs> like, so this situation is a little yeah, different. Yeah, it's situational. And, I mean, like, I've been in the same boat where I have moved in. I moved in with uh, a partner in Atlanta after dating for, you know, however many months. And we didn't know... Any of our, we didn't talk about financial situations, yeah. you know, like we were living at my, my aunt's condo that she owned and kind of were just like finding and figuring things out. But he also worked in coffee and I was like a cam girl and I worked <laughs> at a sushi restaurant and we were yeah. renting out the second bedroom for Airbnb and like stuff like that. So I was like, you know, rolling. Yeah. You were and hustling. I was hustling. <laughs> I was on the hustle grind. I was 20 years old, you know? Yeah. And so like. We didn't have that conversation. We definitely should have. Oh, I mean, I'm glad I didn't then because I learned, like, now before I, like, really am serious. You know, I was more, like, playful, I guess, and I wasn't as serious. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if I, like, I now. <laughs> I knew what I know now. Because, like, I mean, maybe I wouldn't have learned that otherwise. Yeah. I don't know. Like, whatever. I mean, it worked out. I'm back here now, so <laughs> it's fine. I think before you move here... You got to have your financial shit on lock and in control. Um, you have to find out what neighborhood you would like to live in. Yeah, that's um, a big difference. The neighborhood is like a huge thing and you got to know who the fuck you're living with. Um, those are my main <laughs> those are my main takeaways because Sydney has had some Oh, I've had horror stories. Hellish. Um, I really lucked out because my roommate, I know uh, them from Atlanta and you know, that is, like, a saving grace on my part. I feel, like, very fortunate that I have them. But, like, whew, you can really get some bad fucking eggs here. Oh, my God. People are fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And, like, that just... Oh, my God. That's, like, a whole ass other thing. When you... Sydney, when you move here or, like, if you were to give advice, like, for someone who is moving here who doesn't know anyone here, um, because I think we moved here and we knew people who, who I lived didn't here. the first time. You didn't? No, okay. I didn't know anyone. I only had, like, a client. I feel like I had the upper hand because when I moved here, I had I had community already. Yeah. So I felt like I wasn't, I mean, it was still hard, but, like, I felt like I wasn't scrambling. But, like, what advice would you give to someone who is moving to New York City and does not know anybody. What yeah. is their first move? So I think 
I think what I did was come up here a lot alone on trips. Um, I had come here for the first time on, like when I was 21, and that was the very first time I'd ever even been here. And I was like, I have to live here. I love it here. Um, and I just kept coming up like probably two or three times a year by myself mm-hmm. to kind of see if it's somewhere I could see myself living if I didn't have Yeah, you that. have to take yourself out of vacation mode. Yeah. It's hard. That's what I, yeah, so I would stay in, like, Airbnbs um, with, like, people. I would stay in Airbnbs alone just to kind of, like, give myself, you know, like, a private one, a, like, whatever, shared one. Um, and then just, like, literally just see if I could see myself living here. If that, like, worst-case scenario, like, I don't know how people meet people outside. I didn't at the time know people, like, how to meet people outside of college. Um but I think one thing, like, when I did initially move up here, I didn't know anyone except for mm-hmm. my boyfriend. And I think volunteering, volunteering. Is, like, sounds so cheesy. It but sounds cliche, but it works. Literally, that's, like, even now, I mean, th- I meet a lot of people through that, but it's not typically, like, friends I hang out with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that gives you just, like, a really solid, like, foundation of, like, it's, like, almost like church people. It's, like, this, like, weird community of people that, like, yeah. kind of support you and, like, I don't know. It's just nice, like, to know people and, like, they want to yeah. talk to you. I think your job depends <clears throat> on, like, a lot of people that you meet, too. Like, if you're working in restaurants, you have no problem meeting people. Exactly, yeah. But and if you're I'm working in an office or you're yeah. working freelance, like, it's going to be a little bit harder for you. Yeah, I mean, I ended up going and getting an in-house job, and I met, like, a lot of friends there. Well, not a lot. Two friends there. Um, <laughs> That's I'm still, a lot for some people. Yeah. yeah I'm, I mean, I'm still – they're great. I love them so much, but – um I met them there, but I also, like, I think, like, during the pandemic is when I've met a lot of people, and that's, I moved up here having friends the second time, but for, if you don't know people here, just come, I think you should go visit by yourself I think you should, if you're single, too, you should download Tinder. Yeah, for sure. I've met so many, honestly. I've made friends from Tinder. Like, Like, if it doesn't work out, it's like... You don't have to fuck them. Like you can, mm-hmm. you can just be their friend. And then if it, you guys don't end up liking each other, like you have a new friend. Literally, just it's so easy to meet people here. But I can see, like, I'm also super extroverted. And again, like the whole privilege thing. Like it's yeah, there's so much privilege involved in that. Like I can just go up to people and talk to them, and they're not going to be like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. People are usually very like open to me coming up to them yeah I think that you have to be another takeaway is just like you have to be open when you move here like very open-minded you have to be very open-minded and malleable and flexible you have to be easily manipulated by people (laughs) and but but you have to like keep a guard up at the same time yeah everything is so hard to explain like you have to be manipulated by people but also know that your guard is still up so you can protect yourself because there are energy vampires out here, and they are trying to get you at all costs. They are. Um, they are trying to take that new, like, I mean, like, I've only been here for not that long, but I've just, like, it time moves differently here. It does. And, like, when I see these people <laughs> just, like, with so much joy and light in their eyes, like, coming here, and I'm just, like, listen, protect yourself at all costs. <laughs> and I think that for, like, outside yeah. of New York, just literally... See that people might not always have your best interest. Exactly, hand. exactly. Um, and just be careful, like I got even with money, like that's any kind of like uh, reservation I have with any that networking. Like, just be careful. And people also hear a big thing. A lot of people do is like social climb, which I fucking hate. And yes. whenever I see, I think that's my that's biggest red flag. Yeah, in meeting people is like 
when they name drop people they're friends with and name drop or oh how they God, treat me yes. around other people. I think I've mentioned that before, but that that's a really big thing in restaurant like service industry culture. Like, um, I know this chef and I know that it's chef. Like, and shut it, up! I don't give a fuck who you know. I yeah. just want to know who you are. Yeah, I literally could care less if you don't know a single person. You're just cool. Like, I don't give a fuck who you know. That's yeah. And I think I don't. I want to scream that from the rooftop. Oh, me that too. is like my number one thing. It's Listen, so tacky. That's more tacky to me. I don't give a fuck who you know. I literally don't give a fuck. I'm never going to be impressed who you know, like, unless it's fucking Britney Spears. Yeah. Unless if, it's if you're Steve Buscemi. <laughs> unless it's Michael Sarah. I was going to say Michael Sarah. Well. Unless it's Steve Buscemi, I do not give a fuck who you know. Literally only if it's Britney for me at this point. I'm like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So... So don't be that person. Yeah, and then, like, also trying to, like, go out and, like, go to events or... I don't know. It's just Take so- care. Oh, learn to say no. Yeah. Learn to say no. And it, and just know that you're going to have FOMO whether you like it or not. There's always something to do here, so you got to... You got to learn to not have FOMO. You have to condition yeah. yourself to be, like... Stay inside and take care of yourself. And also, like, people go try to do everything. Even when I go out sometimes and then I see someone else was at, like, something around the corner that looked more fun, I'm like... Oh man, like I didn't know I that. I should have gone to that. And I'm like, no, I shouldn't have. Cause like, yeah. whatever. There's no point in being like, oh, I should have done that. Or like, oh, I'm sad I can't do yeah. this. Like, New York City, have a car, yes or no? Oh, fuck no. Don't have a car. In my experience, for me, don't bring your car here. I mean, I'm. I'm a person who is late for everything. Uh huh. I. I can confirm. Um, I am very. You were early today, though. I was early today. That was a once, once in a lifetime. Stopped and got ice cream, too. Yeah. But um, I'm late for everything, and I think just, like, I'm late for moving my car when I had to park it in certain spots for timing and stuff. And so my car got towed all the fucking time. That was one of my biggest financial, um, like, hits the first time I moved up here. But there are so yeah. many things for you to, like, talk about, whether it's, like, how much money should you have when you come here? Like, can you live here on a low budget? What, like, what will happen to you when you? Move yeah, like, there's I can't, so I, I could go on all you, day. I can't tell you who you will become, but all I know is that it sounds corny as shit, and <laughs> like I don't have a problem saying it because it happened to me. You will change. Oh, a thousand you, and hundred and fifty percent. And I think that that's fine because we're all we're ever evolving people, and we're supposed to be changing all the time. But this will change you in a different way. I think you come here for that, honestly. Yeah. Uh, you're seeking something when you move here, definitely. Yeah, and you're definitely going through. It's definitely like a catalytic yeah. place. And you uh, <clears throat> need to know that people who were born here. You need to pay them your respects. Yeah, then. that's an okay. That is one big thing I will say. Um, as much privilege as I think I have, and ever, I mean, whatever. I'm being so serious. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I'm being so dead ass. If you're coming here and like people talk shit about like gentrifying all this shit, if you're not giving back to the community that yes. you're taking from, then you need to get the fuck out. You cannot. That's this place. I like am a like playground. so passionate about that. Like, if you're not like volunteering, if you're not giving your time, if you're not don't, if you're not. Like treating people nice. Oh, if fuck you're no. not like giving to unhoused people, like mm-hmm. if you are not 
making sure that like honestly i this is a hot take of mine i think that if you were born in new york city you do not have to pay for the train but if you are a transplant yeah you have to pay for the train yeah i just i don't make the rules hey <laughs> i i don't make the rules um and honestly you have to be you have to pay your respects to people who were born here because this is i mean this is their city but yeah um, don't be a fucking leech yeah don't be Ugh. a leech don't don't treat this place like a playground because this place has so much rich culture and history and we need to treat it with respect. Yeah. That is my final take yeah. from it. And on that note. And on that note. And on that note, I'm going to call my I Uber. Love- <laughs> God yeah. damn, I love New York. Um, I'm having fun here and I'm having fun with you, Sydney, and I'm having fun on this podcast. And I am I'm so extremely thankful for all of my experience that I've had so far and in this year that I've been living here and you know, the people that I've met and who I have become at this point in my life, not to sound oh my God. so corny, but I think it's I think it's very true and um everything yeah. constantly we just need to be celebrating. I'm gonna mm-hmm. continue. I'm going to continue. <laughs> I just realized that was yes. I'm gonna continue to celebrate. I'm gonna continue to celebrate. I'm gonna continue to cheers uh, to, <laughs> tru- to truly having it all. Truly having it all. Even when you think you have nothing, you yeah. have it all. Well, even when you get knocked down, you get back up. You here. get. I get knocked down. Get your ass up. Hey. Give a, give a good cry on the train. You are the main it's character, the best girl. Um, ride your bike with no helmet, bitch. You're fine. You're free. Go take a swim in the You're Gowanus free. Canal. I'm like a bird. Only fly away. Yes, but thank you, everybody. Um, this was a shorter, way shorter episode. Yes. I've got a pack. I have a train to catch. And I've got nothing to do. I'm going to miss you so much. I'm going to miss you, too. I'll be back so soon. What am I going to do? Oh, oh so I know I can survive without you. You're my best friend. I'm just gonna miss you. I know I'll miss you too. Oh my goodness, but you're gonna get a so tan, and I'm gonna be. I so better jealous. get. If I don't get tan, what was it for? What was it for? To take care of my grandmother. Okay, happy Halloween, you guys. <laughs> happy April Fools. All right. Well, thank All you right. guys so much. Kisses. Bye. 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 Get these things. Don't be fucking weird. Don't be.